Do you know there's a Gronk flavor of Monster Energy? What does it taste I, like? I don't but know. Is there, it's a ba- Monster is there a Energy Gronk instead of Gronkster Energy? Is there a baby Gronk? <laughs> no, but there is a baby Hamburglar. Does it help you pull the lever? That's Gronk. That's a cronk. Hello, listeners. This is your host and game master, Kat. This week, we have some really fun twists and turns to the story that pay off last episode's setup. I hope you're liking the new 45-minute format because it's already gotten us in a much better place for recording. We currently have two more episodes worth of content recorded after this one, which is honestly a first. With the same coin, we'd record on a Sunday and have the episode out by Friday. The short production schedule was really rough if one of us got sick or if I just had an off week for editing. With the time we're saving, we can give more care and attention to getting you consistent quality episodes. If you have any thoughts on the format that you'd like to share, feel free to contact me in the ways you'll hear about shortly. If you're on Blue Sky, you can find each of us individually at our usual handles. If you miss the shitposting, you'll probably find it best on Blue Sky. We've also elected to create a new Tumblr blog at Danger Square Media, where we'll be doing episode write-ups, new game announcements, and general art sharing. If you don't use either platform and you still want to keep up to date or just prefer a newsletter, email us at admin at dangersquare.ca with the subject line Danger Square Newsletter. That'll help us gauge whether or not we also want to start making an email distribution list so that you can get all of those announcements in your inbox if social media isn't your thing or you just prefer email. I'd also like to take this time to shout out a new Monster of the Week campaign pack. Friend of the show, Morgan Eilish, just published a Gothic Century compatible campaign set in Victorian England consisting of six interconnected mysteries called The Ascended Court. You can pick up The Ascended Court by going to M-O-R-G-A-N E-I-L-I-S-H dot itch dot io or by more reasonably following the link in our show notes if you'd like to support us there are a few ways you can do that first you can tell someone about the show we thrive on word of mouth and our goofy brand of weird is the perfect thing to recommend to your friends your polycule your found family your biological family or your favorite ghosts and ghouls we're fans of good pods for their really neat shareability features but whatever you prefer works for us if you do leave a review let us know via skeet or tumblr message and you'll get a shout out on the show We're going to be relaunching the Patreon efforts shortly, so keep an ear out for the next episode of Bondspiel, which should be coming sometime this month. Without further ado, let's save the world. So it is Sunday morning, and each of you has gone to sleep in the various places that you sleep. For Bev, I imagine you're back in Jersey City. Yeah, I uh, after dinner I was like, okay, so so you're from a where did you park your car? Did you like save it on your phone at least, or you do you have a phone? Like, do you have a smartphone or? I mean, it's it's not a college graduate, but it's pretty smart. Uh, are you holding up like a 2008 like? No, it's like a it's a 2015. Okay. <laughs> did you like? Did you save your parking? Because you would have a parking ticket from parking in the garage, not like a 
like a parking you know one of those magnetic strip tickets that say when you parked oh yeah uh yeah um i got this it says port authority bus terminal right oh, on it you're at port Authority. okay so that's a it's a okay you you probably could have saved the the trip in the tunnel but you know whatever you park there i'll help you get back well i mean i kind of gotta stay I, I gotta finish up with the mystery thing oh where are you staying um actually kit i was gonna ask you oh okay if you got a couch well, she looks you up and down. If you want to take the couch, it's all yours, but, you know, it's other sleeping arrangements, too. Well, I guess I didn't bring, uh, cash or grass. <laughs> With a wig. Uh, that... <laughs> okay, so you're on the couch. <laughs> Damn it! It is Sunday morning. And Riley, you are with your friends. I think Bev and Euphrema were probably going to meet up to do some investigating. Probably. Euphrema was up a little bit later trying to get to the library's website. Yeah, I mean, so Riley, what were you and your friends planning to do today? Um, I believe tonight we were seeing Hades Town, and we had reservations at a fun restaurant. And before Mars, then, twenty-one twelve. It's bad. Oh my god, hell yes. Hell, <laughs> hell yes. <laughs> Lunch at Jacqueline Hyde, dinner at Mars 2112. All the immersive <laughs> theater restaurant experience you can handle. I think I've been to Jacqueline Hyde. <laughs> it's very dumb and very good. There, I'm pretty sure I have. Uh, um, I'm not making no, sure um, that Mars know... 2112 is coming back. But... Yeah, that's yeah, canon. Can be canon. All of the pictures of Mars 2112 are like 400 by 370. Yes, because oh, that I, restaurant I, closed in like 2004. The Initially, the restaurant required you to ride a simulator that took mm -hmm. you from the Earth spaceport where you walked into the restaurant. And everyone was themed as like travel agents, essentially. And then that took you to Mars. You exited out the other side of the simulator into the restaurant, which was no windows, completely underground um, and, and themed to a space restaurant or mm -hmm. planet. I, um, I literally clear, went there. It did oh, close in I, 2012. I have been there twice. Um, uh, then when you leave, you get to go in a Star Trek style transporter. Yep. Which is, I believe, just an elevator. It is an elevator. It shakes slightly, I want to say. But yeah, it, it's an elevator. They had a whole lore, original characters, awful food. <laughs> mm -hmm. I could talk a lot about both Jacqueline Hyde and Mars 2112, but I'll refrain. I know. Um, hey, it's themed entertainment. I love themed entertainment. Um, I know. Quit saying you know. You don't know me. You don't know shit. You don't know my life. Crypto and Gypto brought to you by FTX. Yeah, that's, I'm never going to top that. You're never going to live that down. Oh, yeah. What do you think I mean Actually, by top it? Still, still a better idea than fucking Degrassi Land. Okay. Yeah. Degrassi Street, named after the actual street in Toronto. We had to come up with, had to come up with four different fucking Degrassi themed theme park rides because of you. Okay. Let's get was very funny. I, I want to be clear. Degrassi Street is like, um, kind of just a like residential street. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. I lived on Degrassi. Uh, this was all covered during the episode for two years. It it was in fact covered. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. 
And the high school is called Eastdale Collegiate. So, I think it is probably like 11, 11.30 in the morning and you've all gotten up uh, and are headed out to get brunch. Being able to be hungover in your 30s should be illegal. It's the first thing I'm changing when I'm president. I thought, like, but we're not in our 30s? 20s, I... brain... <laughs> I wasn't even that drunk. Did you accidentally, like, age because of the alcohol? No, I'm, I'm not. No, I'm... Oh my god, I am not 30. I will not be... 30 for four more blessed years. Um, I am going to continue with... Can we get coffee? (laughs) Yeah, we have a couple of hours before the matinee. So, like, we can get coffee, we can get brunch. Ooh, New York City brunch sounds fun. Okay, so you guys head out to a local brunch brunch spot. It's pretty... It's actually very nice. Uh, You're in Hell's Kitchen. They do bottomless mimosas for $30. Oh, Jesus. That is dangerous. some very, very, very good-looking French toast. And I can point you to this exact restaurant because I have had those bottomless mimosas before. (laughs) Before I saw a matinee of Hamilton. Hair of the dog, carbohydrates. This is a way better start to a day. Why do they call it Hell's Kitchen anyway? Is this where Gordon Ramsay's from? That's a joke. It's a joke. Like very earnestly explains the history of Irish immigration in New York City. And then also brings up Matt Murdock. Um, how far am I from wherever the Vandevort sisters are buried? You don't know. Oh, can I... Because you don't know where they're buried. Google search on my phone? Uh, yes. Google does not turn up any results, though. And that is not because that's not that's genuinely there is no information right. online available about where they were buried Aaron pre-researched this so yeah, this is no. very frustrating <sighs> okay um, it, it points to the fact that they may not actually have existed at any point and that it is in fact just an urban legend I don't but think that's that explanation's like, gonna work for the order <laughs> that's that explanation's also not canonical okay um uh, now, you might be able to piece some things together at, say, the Office of Public Records. Yeah, that is not going to fit into our schedule. Um, God. Okay, um, I'm going to use the bathroom. I'll be right back. Um, and I am going to try to scribe some sort of spell... Oh, what were dowsing sticks? Basically, I I want like a direction. A lo- location would be great, but yeah. So if you're trying to, you're trying to scry, right? Yeah, that's a good word for it. Scry. Okay. Um, roll to do some gosh dang magic. There we go. No, it, oh, it just took a second. Okay. So on a mixed success, which is our first mixed success of the game, but on a use magic for a mixed success, um, you, the magic works imperfectly, choose an effect and a glitch. Is that? So I would think that do one thing that's beyond human limitations makes sense for an effect. Uh, Right. Yeah. Well, because I have um, that old magic skill, I can essentially Mm -hmm. use magic to um, investigate a mystery. Right. So you're going to do the investigate a mystery function. Um, Yeah. 
So what's your glitch though? Not, oh, um, I think my glitch is definitely the magic draws immediate unwelcome attention. And the question I'm an- I'm asking isn't in the list, if that's okay, but it would be like, where, like, where is this coming from? Yeah, that's or, a fair, I think that's a reasonable variation on where did it go. Yeah, it, the Cotton Eye um, Joe rule. So I'm going to say that um, the reason this draws attention is that it does require some ritual chanting and gestures. The, the ritual chanting pretty odd um you know from your scrying spell that you are in effect the way that scrying spells work is that you take a pool of water and in the reflection of the water you are shown a place well there's only one place to get a pool of water i guess sink but that's less private are you in a stall oh obviously yes absolutely Okay, so in this toilet water, uh, you are shown a vision of a really old-looking cemetery. And it sweeps across the grass and the various old tombstones to a gate that says Woodlawn Cemetery. Honestly, more specific than I usually get. Um, cool. Okay. Um, I will Google the location of Woodlawn Cemetery for my phone. That's probably on the internet, right? Very, very much on the internet. Um, it is like basically just south of Yonkers all the way up in the Bronx. So nowhere close. So, um, I mean, relatively speaking. Okay. Like city, for from a city perspective, it's far. From a country perspective, it's close. Right. Um, all right. Well, that answers that question about what I'm going to have to do. Um, and so I will exit the stall and wash my hands. Um, when you exit the stall, uh, Lake is there. Like, are you okay? Oh, no. Do you have like I, a poop chant? <laughs> when I'm constipated, it helps. Okay. <laughs> you do have a poop chant. Yes. Okay. If we could keep this between ourselves. It's, I don't need anyone else knowing about this. You're in a public restroom. <laughs> yeah, okay. I had to poop really, my stomach hurt. Yeah, that's the alcohol. I, well, okay. Regardless, uh, well, wait, I want to have to do this in the middle of Hades Town, so. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Oof. Oh, yeah, guess what? <laughs> I do something weird. I know. Boring boring vanilla girl that lives in New Hampshire is weird. Whoa, 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 Sorry, whoa, whoa, Lake. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold, hold, hold up. Hold up. I didn't... It, do you think I think you're boring? Well, okay. I mean, you moved to the city. Like, you're doing something exciting. It's just hard not to feel boring compared to that. I, I shouldn't... I'm projecting. I... I'm I'm absolutely projecting, and I'm sorry. I'm also in a lot of pain, mostly from the, of the hangover. Some of yes. Um, also, the unlimited mimosas was probably not the best plan for me, because um, I think I'm also slightly drunk again. That would that would make sense. Um, okay, so look, I I don't think you're boring. I wouldn't hang out with you if I thought you were boring. I mean, who else is gonna tell me about? the various ways that water flows. See, that's what I mean. You're that's clearly... not boring. That's cool. You actually think that? Yeah. 
Like you've got. Sorry, I just. It's it, like no, like because like you know the way water works. Yeah, like obviously we understand like you know water flows downhill and everything like that but there's like complexities to it and well i mean i don't know i think yeah, it's pretty the cool water cycle is changing as the globe warms and not to be too depressing about it but like it is important to understand um and so people think it's like a field that has nothing new going on but in reality it's i'm blabbing um so like Thanks. you could explain like El Nino and stuff like that. Well, yeah, but that's like a known quantity, and uh, that you know, it just that's okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, I'm gonna leave the bathroom. I'm sure that everyone else. Yeah, don't forget uh, to wash your hands. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so I think you go see Hades Town after this incident, and it's as incredible of a musical as you've heard. Uh, you have a very good time, and after the show gets out, it's about time for your reservation at Mars 2112. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, you get the feeling that you're probably not going to make it to the cemetery today. That might be a tomorrow activity. It's probably a, like, before I catch the train out kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, that's the current plan anyway. I, I, I think maybe you propose that for the Monday day off that... You all go to the Cloisters, which is up in the Bronx. It's a museum of a bunch of medieval stuff, including a unicorn tapestry. <laughs> okay, yeah, sounds right. It's a very nice museum. I've never heard uh, of it, but it sounds cool. I had to go there in high school for a um, English field trip, where we were told that if we dressed up as characters from... Um, I almost said the Decameron. What's the other one? Um, with the various tales. Chaucer. Oh, um, Canterbury? Canterbury Tales? Canterbury Tales. Yeah, so we were told we were getting a free A if we dressed up as a character from the Canterbury Tales. <laughs> because my teacher wanted to see how far AP English students would go to get a free A. <laughs> and did uh -huh. you? <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. Who'd you go as? I just picked out... Um, so specifically, I, it was a very complicated costume, but I went as the doctor, and then I also had a sonic screwdriver, <laughs> just for the memes. I was a, I was an extraordinarily dorky kid. I'm an extraordinarily dorky adult, but what? like... What? No. This is surprising it was, news it was, to me. This was, this was like the peak of being part of the fandom fandom. You know, did you like ever go to specific part of 2010's nerd culture? Mm -hmm. Did you ever go to 112 Beacon? No. Okay. So, um, Euphrema and Bev, are you guys meeting up? I think so. I feel like we would have exchanged numbers and been like, hey, let's figure out what we're doing tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, so, um, probably want to go to the Office of Public Records. After hours of Googling and getting no death certificates, no findagrave.com, and like six different con contradictory legends, yeah, that'd probably be a good place to start. <laughs> okay, so the two of you visit the um, Bureau of Vital Statistics and everything like that, and it is large. It is... It, because it used to be a building that housed a lot of paper records. Everything's been digitized, but the building is still very big. Um, 
Is it cool big, though? Cool big. And it's like a art deco building with, like, all of the trappings of what makes ah. New York City <laughs> special. Awesome. Love it. So the they the receptionist points you to a public terminal where you should be able to search through the vital statistics that they keep. Uh, it'll include all of the records and everything like that of various death certificates and burial sites, family plots if relevant, things like that. And you are sat next to a person with pushed back, not slicked back, dyed silver hair, who looks fairly attractive. Um, and they are sitting at that at a terminal sort of looking stuff up working on their own fairly quietly um and the two of you are sat at one terminal typing away looking for information on the vandervorts yep so can i have you probably you frema you're more used to this sort of work can i have you roll to investigate a mystery um do i still get plus one going forward from last session yes if you have the plus one forward you keep the plus one forward until you use it now you don't have plus one forward. Like, after you use it, it's gone. Oh, okay. If it was plus one ongoing, you would keep it through the rest of the mystery. Um, I'm just going to one forward dealing. Yeah, it's not ongoing. Cool. Mixed success. Okay, so on a mixed success... Well, with inv- yes. On a mixed success for investigate a mystery, uh, you gain one hold. Hold can be spent to ask one of the investigate a mystery questions. Hmm. And now, remember, we did also... Had the Cotton Eye Joe rule. Yeah. Where did it come from? Where did it go? God damn it, I'm too clever for my own good. <laughs> Making things even I can use. So, like, yeah, though that's tempting. I'm also. I'm trying to think of which Euphrema is more concerned about right now. Mm-hmm. Either finding, like, the graves of the family itself. Or if the spirits are somewhere else. But I think that knowing the place of the graves would be enough to, like, draw attention to where she thinks it'll be needed. So if I could use uh, Erica's question again. (laughs) Yes. Um, You see that the Vandervoort family has a mausoleum in Woodlawn Cemetery in the Bronx. One of the two oldest active cemeteries in New York City. Okay, I need to be careful not to get that confused with uh, Woodlawn Cemetery Welland. Yeah, it's a pretty common name for cemeteries. <laughs> okay. Um, hey, Bev. Yeah. How how quickly could we get up, like, uh, Yonkers Way? Uh, I mean, there's a commuter train that goes pretty much just past. Okay, so, like, we gotta get south of there. Um, so it looks like the graves are in Woodlawn Cemetery. Sorry... That was too Canadian. <laughs> Sorry, did you say Woodlawn Cemetery? Uh, yeah. We're just, we're looking at some old family graves. Okay, because I work at Woodlawn Cemetery. Oh, really? That's quite a coincidence. Yeah, you know, uh, I tend to be followed around by coincidence. My, uh, my grandmother says it's the old, uh, it, the evil eye affects our family and coincidence follows and... You know, we should say a Hail Mary's every night before bed, but, you know. Uh, Euphrema will jokingly put up a Maloik. <laughs> you know, uh, your, your hands to God's eyes. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I hear what you're saying. This, this isn't the blonde person, right? Or the dyed platinum blonde person I danced with. This is the same person. She. Oh. This is the same person. They, uh, they were doing cruising voice with you, which is distinct <laughs> from how they normally talk. Fascinating. Okay. So, yeah, what were you, uh, old family plots? I've got a pretty encyclopedic knowledge of the cemetery if you're looking for information. Uh, yeah, you know, we're looking for a family called the, uh, Vandervoort. Vandervoort. That's some old money New York family. Yeah, it's, it's saying here they have a mausoleum. So, like, shouldn't be too money, hard money. to identify. I gotcha. Yeah. It's just a shame it didn't keep going down the family. Yeah. So, like, I have a pretty good idea of where the plot is. Do you... Do you know anything about these Vandervoorts? Not a whole lot. We're just really starting out right now. I... What are, you, what are you starting out for? That's it, like, is this like a history project? You look too uh, old yeah. to be in high school. Uh, it's a personal project, you know. In the area, might as well look up. Might as well look up who's around, you know. And you just picked these like out of the phone book? No, I, I said we're looking up uh, old family. So you're a Vandervoort? No, I have a completely different name. You know, it's whole family tree thing. I afraid I. Un- I- I understand how family works. Okay, look, um, so me and my cousin Johnny, we was, uh, working the, you know, it, it's weird to call it a graveyard shift when you actually work in a graveyard. <laughs> I, I guess technically they all are then. Exactly. So we was working the graveyard shift, me and Johnny. And you remember how the weather was all fucky like a couple of weeks ago? Like when we went from like 70 degree days in the middle of December down to like 12 degree days and then back up to 70 and then crashing way back down to freezing again? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I remember like it, it sucked. I was traveling at the time and the road conditions just didn't know what to do. Yeah, so uh, me and Johnny was working that day. And we noticed a couple of the older mausoleums had, let's say, settled, thanks to that weird freeze-thaw cycle. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, if I remember correctly, the Vandervoort mausoleum was one of those ones that settled a little bit. Uh, Bev, you can like, be part of this si- conversation, too. Yeah, I, okay. Right, um, Emma's looking up the mausoleums at, um... Woodlawn Cemetery. Woodlawn Cemetery. Yeah, I figured. Bev is being a, a, another set of hands going at the work while this is going yeah, on. Yeah, so so Bev is just kind of given a like a Google Street Maps of of the cemetery just to try and figure out the lay of the land there. So 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 they sell like sinking. Was there damage or anything? Uh, we're not supposed to go inside the mausoleums, but there might have been. Like this this motherfucker's on like a fifteen degree angle. Mm, yeah. I would definitely assume something got cracked while that happened then. I mean, if something cracked, we would have been in there to replace the stone, but I don't know. Now, is it possible to get access to the mausoleums? To get in? Yeah, you know, like family visiting, wanting to look around. Look, lady, I I don't know you from Adam. I don't know that you're actually part of this family. Uh, That's fair, you know. Um, This would be a situation where you would roll to manipulate someone. Manipulate with charm, my zero stat. 
At least it's not worse? a negative one stat. It could not be worse. <laughs> uh, it could be worse. It could be worse. You could have rolled two ones. So, so mark experience. I did, yeah. I, I don't know you from Adam. I'm not going to let you into a mausoleum. Look, you know okay. what? Yeah, no, that, that's fair. Sorry, what was your name again? Uh, are you making fun of my accent? No, no, no. I'm, I'm from Jersey. You're from Jersey. Look, sorry, what was your name again? Bethany Giordano. Okay, Bethany, we're not we're not family. You you could probably tell that. Duh, right? What kind of family doesn't know where their family's buried? Yeah. We're investigating. Depends on the family. Um we I'm just gonna say this. There was some weird shit over in Central Park yesterday. The Vandervoort sisters, you know them? No. The ghost story that they tell the kids not to go out on the pond. Again, no. Okay. Well this dude was just pulled under by Apparently Wait, sorry, ghosts. you're telling me you've got... Sorry, I'm going to... Pa- we're going to play... We're going to press pause here. Are you sharing gossip with me? A little bit. I am interested. <laughs> so we were just minding our business when then... When this, like, random guy just gets dragged under the pond, under the ice, through the ice, and there's no hole, right? Well, like, you no think hole. there'd be a hole if he get gets pulled under the ice, right? And I'm like, where the hell did this guy go? Where the hell did he go? Euphrema here. Apparently oh, is I'm a paranormal sorry. investigator. Wait, what What are we apologizing for? You've got an old lady name. Uh, my mom liked it. You've got like a freaking colonial name. My my name's Bev. I, now It's Beverage. You can call me Bev, though. Now that we got our names out of the way, Euphrema here thinks it was ghosts. We're trying to figure out what happened with these ghosts. Because all of a sudden, they're just being assholes, apparently. Okay, no, no, I've, like, if the ghost's being an asshole, then, like, there's ghosts? Apparently. I'm not fully with it myself. Wait, 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 you're gonna say your your whole family's cursed, but you don't believe in ghosts? There's only one ghost I believe in, and that's the Holy Ghost. Okay, you know what, you got me there, fair. Look, I'm just as new to this as you are. Yesterday, I thought it was a kid's tale, right? Like, they tell you not to go on a, on the ice because the, the Vandervoort twins' old sisters will pull you under. I've, I've literally never heard that. You've never heard that? My parents told me that every single time we went to Central Park in the, sun, in the, in the, in the winter. Now, I'm pretty sure you're lying here. Hand to the sky. Hand to God. Sure, if you take that stuff. Euphrema will, like, nudge um, Bev with her foot. (laughs) We're just trying to figure out why these ghosts aren't being nice anymore. So let me me follow along here. You're an atheist, and you believe in ghosts. Yeah, I wouldn't say atheist, but I am openly agnostic to to that which I do not know. All right, all right. Look, here's the deal. If you swing by the cemetery tomorrow, I'll be on shift. Did you want me to roll this? You're not really. I don't think gossip it. is a roll. No. Sure, but it's yeah. Ma- manipulate someone is tit for tat. Like you, you literally need to make a quid pro quo for manipulate someone, don't you? I believe so. Like you're supposed to like actually like say uh, oh. you do something for me. I'll. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I can. I'll be on shift tomorrow. If the two of you want to show up with your little spirit boxes and your ghosty things. I'm not going to stop you. We've had paranormal investigators in the cemetery before. I sense there's a but. 
visible. You're not getting into the fucking mausoleum. That's fair. What would it take? Are you trying to bribe me? I'm just asking what it would take to get in. Doesn't have to be you. How could we get in? You got a lockpick? I know a guy. You know a guy. Fucking Jersey. Everybody there's got a guy. You got a bootleg DVD guy? No, that's my mother. I got a bootleg DVD guy. You gotta go to Jersey, which, like, for you is no problem, but... No, 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 like, my mother your, your is mother does, the bootleg DVD guy. Your mother does the bootleg DVD... Yeah. All right. Well, if you're ever in search of a movie that your mother doesn't have, I know a guy. You gotta go to the Dwayne Reed parking lot in Bayonne, and you gotta ask for Teddy. Oh, Teddy's got all of the new movies. And out of character... I changed his name, but there is a guy who sells bootleg DVDs in the Dwayne Reed parking lot in Bayonne. Aaron is just in utter disbelief. And You've told me the story before. I know. Okay, so yeah, like like I said, come to the cemetery tomorrow. Nobody's going to stop you. If you happen to need to pick a lock, you can pick a lock. But you never met me, and I certainly don't remember either of your names. Is that good for you? I'm trying to... F- Phrase this. Um, I want to throw in something extra to like seal the deal and make sure that we don't nobody finds out about it. I forgot to write down her name. What was it again? Bethany. Bethany. Okay. Bethany. Uh, Bethany Weirdly also goes by beverage. I know you're not gonna say anything, and we know we're not gonna say anything. But you need a favor. Yeah, I need a cookie cake. Like now? Like tomorrow is fine. Oh, okay. I was mean. I. Sure, if you want to cash it in now, I was just going to offer you a favor if you kept it secret. I I need the cookie cake to very specifically say, Happy 8th birthday, Francis Jr. Okay, I'll get my cake guy on it. And uh, if you could have them put a a Minecraft on it. Like Steve Minecraft? Like a creeper? Anything? The fuck? How am I supposed to know? I'll figure it out. Just tell them to put a Minecraft on it. I'll, I'll tell my guy. Are you guys done talking to Bethany? I think so. Thanks for everything. Love your hair, by the way. Yeah, thank you. It's, uh, you know, my Nona hates it, but, you know, it's always, oh, Bethany, your hair's so beautiful. What are you doing to it? Um, she rolls her eyes and waves her hand around dismissively. Um, I recognize that doing the hand... I haven't explained to the listeners throughout this that Bethany is a hand talker, and my hands have been going the entire time. It's, I mean, she's a proud Italian-American. Okay, uh, so with that, how do you two spend the rest of your Sunday? Where did, sorry, where did Riley Riley go again? Hadestown. Okay. Like, the musical? Yes. Okay. A matinee performance. Okay. And then after that, Morris 2112. Right, 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 right. Yeah, okay. Um, well, Bev's gonna go back home, because... Bev needs to get a cake. A cookie cake. <laughs> a cookie cake. Mm-hmm. A, a, a cookie craft. A cookie cake with a Minecraft on it. That says "Happy Eighth Birthday, Francis Junior." <laughs> you should write this down. I did. <laughs> he's in the family. He's known as Little Frankie. Mm-hmm. This is a lot of information on one NPC. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be relevant later. We should take diligent notes. We run into little Frankie. All of the NPCs have this kind of a backstory. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, I don't mean Bethany. I mean little Frankie. <laughs> Do you have a character sheet for little Frankie? No, because NPCs don't get character sheets in this game. Right. I don't roll anything ever. I mean, like, for like, you can still have a character sheet. You don't have to, like, give them a class or anything. You just have, a like, a character info. Little Frankie is not relevant to the story. Yet. This is just very heavily based in Italian families that I know. <laughs> okay, so what do you guys have planned for the rest of your day? Bev is going back to get the cookie cake. What's Euphrema doing? Um, Has you, Does Euphrema like themed restaurants? <laughs> I don't think Euphrema can afford themed restaurants. <laughs> but I'm sure there's a hot dog cart outside of Mars 21 whatever. <laughs> It's not a hot dog cart. It's a halal cart. The best kind of street meat. It's really hard to beat. Just like... So I think from there after Bev leaves, I think, yeah, Euphrema would like go along that way, heading back to Central Park to see how the scene looks now mm-hmm. at the pond. Okay, so you are back at the pond. Uh, Seems like it's still... It, it's It's not like roped off or like police taped off because they don't suspect anything because they didn't find anything so the pond is just there is it possible to find where we were the other day like where we were specifically met up with kit the first time yeah that's easy that's trivial okay because i think Euphrema's going to do her best to not be suspicious and like kick around the snow along the edge don't be suspicious don't be suspicious don't be suspicious don't be suspicious <laughs> roll investigate a mystery i'm gonna investigate this mystery so hard that's so hard with a nine okay you get one Okay, I am between what can I do and what is being concealed here. I think I'm going to go with what is being concealed here. Utilizing your ghost hunting equipment, uh, all of which is like, it's not just like the the spirit box that has like pre-programmed phrases that it says. This is like oh a- Oh god, no. This, is, this one's handmade. It, it's a shack hack. Yeah. Which nobody listening to the show is going to understand. <laughs> That that is patently false because Emma's dad listens to this. Hey Emma, d- does your know does your dad know what a shack hack ghost box is? Uh, it's likely. <laughs> like Sweet. probably not a ghost box, but shack hack I assume refers to going to Radio Shack and getting the parts to very specifically uh, a like a shack hack is made with a project box that you would get from Radio Shack. No, I'm sorry. A Shack Hack is an old AM/FM radio with a with a analog dial rather than digital. No, with a digital dial rather than analog. Sorry, that has been uh, corrupted so it doesn't stop scanning. Then probably no one else is. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, the point being. <laughs> Um, I kind of want to ask him now next time I see him. The the EM readings that you get off of this pond indicate the presence of three ghosts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's, uh, that's good confirmation. Uh, with the third seeming significantly... Like, it produces a much stronger reading. Okay, so that would mean that they're all there right now, is what I would gather from that. It's a reasonable assumption. So I think 
Okay, is there anyone around the pond, like earshot? People? No. Yeah, okay. So I think what we're gonna do is your friend's gonna get out the audio recorder and this will be fun to do because <laughs> I don't think we talked about how to do this kind of stuff during a podcast. So what she's going to do is like a call wait playback. And so, okay. So you from a sitting beside the pond, getting the audio recorder out. Okay, everyone, if you're here, I probably can't hear you. This might be able to. So what we're going to do is I'm gonna ask a question, someone's gonna speak into this end, and then I'm gonna play it back. And we'll try to get a conversation going this way. <laughs> so your friend was gonna record. Can I get your names? Uh, so you hold the device up to start recording, and you hear, uh, you, you don't hear anything until you do the playback, and you hear what you would expect um, you hear Janet and Rosetta as names given. And then the third entity does not say anything. Is there any indication that the third ent- entity was around, like, breathing or stomping or anything like that? Yes. In fact, the third entity does not give you his name, but you do hear a masculine voice shout in the way that ghost recordings are shouted but not really loud. Yeah. Like, no. Okay, that's rather contradictory. Mr. No, why are you here? <laughs> uh, you, your playback says, stay away from my girls. My girls, my girls. Oh, well, that's rather possessive. Euphrema, this back and forth stops because very abruptly you hear the all too familiar honk of a Canada goose (laughs) and then another and there's like eight of them coming at you right now and they are hissing and biting oh son of a bitch (laughs) grab everything and run (laughs) um I don't know that you have necessarily so um yeah so if you are going to run i think you need to roll read a bad situation first okay that's fair another nine i'm good at not getting experience <laughs> do that's okay that's sort do of the you point, have experience very... getting actual responses from ghosts on your like isn't it normally just a random fucking word <laughs> i i'm just like a little um euphrema's good at what she does and Okay. So Euphrema has communicated with actual ghosts before. Okay, cool. I'm not sure I had connected that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so um, just to be clear, you, you no, it's okay. Um, Euphrema is like an actual paranormal scientist as opposed to someone who's just trying to get a quick cash grab for views on spooky YouTube. Who we'll meet later, maybe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But yeah, this is actually like Euphrema's lifelong passion kind of thing. So getting EVPs is not usually a surprising thing. Okay. A terrifying thing. That really changes my perspective on things because I kind of thought Euphrema was like an enthusiast, but like like our world where you don't actually really have cogn like what's the word I'm looking for? Like cohesive conversations with a ghost via these tools. I mean you But maybe that's just me being a skeptic. But that goes into like a whole sure philosophy of it. (laughs) Okay, so for your read read situation role, you hold 
Hold one. Uh, you can ask one of the read a bad situation questions. Best way in, best way out, dangers we haven't noticed, biggest threat, what's vulnerable, and what's the best way to protect the victims. Huh. I'm not sure, actually, if anyone has suggestions. You seemed like you wanted to get out of there. So what's the yeah, best way Yeah, but now I'm reading them. It's like, oh, uh, what, what more do I want to analyze before that? I mean, I would say if you Given want that to get out only of there, able to... like follow your instinct. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's what I'm thinking. Because yeah. you only get one hold. Best way out is going to be your best bet there. Yeah. Okay. We'll go with uh, what's my best way out. The best way out is through. It's through? Yes. As in, you should throw some bread. <laughs> That's throw, not through. I know. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Um, no, actually, but like, for real, the best way out is to just flee the pond. Yeah. The geese are territorial about something. Now do I have to flee over the pond or around? You can go tangential and just, like, the geese are coming in. Um, it, 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 I would draw a map, but it's absolutely not worth yeah. <laughs> Are they coming at me from behind the pond or over the pond? Where's the marker freehand? There we go. So, like, the geese are coming at you this way. Here's the pond. You can okay. just go this way or this okay. way. Okay, then we'll do that. Because I don't think Ephraim would think it wise to run over the pond. No. <laughs> Not after Mr. No. <laughs> okay, so after you flee, uh, the geese seem to calm down. Probably because I'm not in their territory anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a good spot for us to end the episode. Now. Chicks with Dice is a part of Danger Square Productions. To support the work we do, visit our website, dangersquare.ca. Monster of the Week is written by Michael Sands and published by Evil Hat Productions, LLC. Remember, the best way to help the show is to leave us a review on the podcatcher of your choice or to tell a friend about the show. Word of mouth is the number one way a podcast gains new listeners, and coming in close second are five-star reviews. The theme song for Disaster Lesbian's Guide to the Apocalypse is My Mommy Dom Spit in My Mouth and Now I'm a Commie by Over My my dead name. Visit linktr.ee slash omdm. That's omdm, not omdn, for Allison's other work. This episode features Aaron Cotter as Euphrema Naylor. Aaron uses they-them pronouns. 40 Under 40 gay luminary Erica Belsas played Riley Knudsen. Erica uses any-all pronouns. Emma Hislop played Bev. Emma uses shrug emoji pronouns, which function like any-all pronouns. It also featured me, Kathleen Hislop. I use she-her and it-its pronouns. Until next time, keep an eye out for anything weird.